a big story and a new development. You hear this? Airlines arguing Canadian Transportation Agency. It has exceeded its authority, according to several airlines. The Supreme Court of Canada has agreed to hear an appeal on a case concerning the scope of this country's protection for air travelers. That's you and me, people that book the airlines. Uh, this is for the rules for compensation for passengers for cancelled or delayed flights and lost baggage. We heard a lot about this uh, back earlier, well, toward the end of last year, earlier this, uh, back in December, you know, when we had a lot of weather delays and a whole bunch of problems at the airports. But this case actually goes back to 2020 when the International Air Transportation Association, Air Canada, Porter Airlines, and several foreign carriers all filed a civil suit with the Federal Court of Appeal challenging a number of the new CTA regulations supposed to protect you and me. Hmm, is it time to do something more to kind of curb the powers of the airlines? Or do the airlines have it right and we're all just a bunch of whiny babies? Well, let's bring in Taylor Backrack, the federal NDP transportation critic. Thanks, Taylor, for joining us. Good afternoon, Bruce. So this is really kind of surprising because I thought that the airlines were all on board with doing the right thing and bringing in all the right protections when it comes to things like, uh, you know, lost baggage, which we saw a lot of last year and uh, those flight delays. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know if that's how I'd characterize it, that they're they're on board with these increased protections. They've been fighting this from the very beginning. Uh, as soon as the, the federal government brought in the first round of air passenger protections, the airlines pushed back. Uh, obviously, they want the ability to treat passengers in a, in a number of different ways, as we've seen over the past two years. And um, you know, we saw multiple travel seasons with passengers sleeping on the floor of airports and flights canceled and people's plans upended. Uh, obviously, some of that had to do the, with the extraordinary circumstances of the pandemic. But even since then, we've seen uh, airlines treating passengers in ways that they really shouldn't be treated. And now what we see is, is that they've persisted with this court case, essentially challenging the government and uh, pushing back on the government's attempt to regulate uh, the airlines. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's a good sign. I think we need, uh, well, as you know, I've been arguing that we need a government that's willing to stand up to the airlines. We need actually tougher laws than, than we've seen put in place. So we'll see what the Supreme Court says. Uh, the lower court, the, the federal court of appeal has already rejected the airlines argument. Uh, and we'll see what happens when it goes to the highest court. Well, the regulations as you stand now require that the airlines explain to passengers the reason for flight delays and cancellations and provide some certain free services. Things like, uh, oh, food and drink if you're going to be stuck in an airport for 11, 12 hours. Oh, washrooms if a flight is delayed on the tarmac. Uh, and, uh, you know, things like that. These are just kind of common sense things to me, but not to the airlines. Well, and I think what they're really pushing back on is the compensation that they're supposed to pay passengers when their flights are delayed past a certain number of hours or canceled altogether for reasons that are within the airline's control. And this has been a, a real uh, you know, area of, um, of controversy and conflict between the government and the airlines and 
those of us who want to stand up for air passenger rights, uh, the airlines really um, are arguing that a whole suite of things are outside their control, including things like having enough crew to fly the airplane. I think most of your listeners will have been on an airplane sitting on the tarmac waiting for the pilot to show up from another flight. And I I think what it speaks to is the fact that right now, um, obviously, there's a capacity crunch in the airline industry. And the airlines are trying to make up for lost ground. They're trying to fly more flights than they have the airplanes and the staff to fly. And the passengers are the ones that are paying the price. Uh, I don't think that's right. I think we can have a situation where we have successful, profitable airlines and we insist that they treat air passengers properly. That's really the goal of legislation and regulations that have been coming out since this lawsuit was filed. The government has come out with a revised version of its uh, air passenger regulations, and it is currently uh, finishing up consultation on them, and those are supposed to come into force soon. Uh, We don't even think those go far enough, but they're they're certainly stronger than the first iteration that they came out with. So, um, you know, this is going to be a continued back and forth, and hopefully that the the highest court, the Supreme Court, is going to create some certainty and tell the airlines to sit down, treat air passengers right, and, you know, uh, stop filing these these suits that are, are pushing back on legitimate government regulation and legislation. Well, here's the interesting thing. As I mentioned, this goes back to 2020. And back 2020, uh, three years ago, it was seen that the airline regulations, uh, the compensation and such, was not all that great. And then there was more and better legislation to improve that. But this this case right now is appealing the last one before the new rules came in, which are supposed to be stronger. So we're yeah, that, really right. going backwards and, and two times. We really are. And part of that is the, the amount of time that it's taken for this to reach the Supreme Court. Uh, there have been uh, you know, changes in legislation that have taken place since then. Uh, this is an evolving, evolving picture. What, what the airlines are asserting is, first of all, that the CTA overstepped its, its own legislation, its enacting legislation, and, and um, put regulations in place that it wasn't empowered by legislation to do. And secondly, that the regulations, and this is the first round of regulations, were contradictory with the Montreal Convention and international rules around the treatment of, of air passengers. And, and like I said, the, the Federal Court of Appeal uh, pretty much rejected all but one of those arguments. And since then, the government has updated the Canadian Transportation Act that passed through Parliament uh, before the summer and, and is now working on finalizing the regulations that are going to be built on that. They've promised that it's going to be the strongest air passenger protection in the world. I'm a bit uh, doubtful because, of course, they said that in 2019 when they came out with the first iteration. But uh, we're going to stay on top of them until they finally stand up to the airlines and insist that they treat air passengers right. Bruce Claggett in for Jazz. Supreme Court of Canada, we now find out, is going to hear the airlines challenge the federal passenger protection rules. The airlines, of course, arguing that the Canadian Transportation Agency has exceeded its authority. Yeah. And our guest uh, just before the break and continuing with us now is federal NDP transport critic Taylor Backrack. Taylor, got to ask you uh, if the airlines are saying, hey, the Canadian Transportation Agency, you're not the boss of me. Are they right? Well, no, they're not right. This is the federal government regulator that is 
charged with under legislation charged with regulating the airlines and the air passenger experience. So, uh, you know, there, there is legislation and, and there's plenty of, of precedent for this sort of thing. So we'll see what the Supreme Court does with this case. I think ultimately what we can do is we can compare ourselves to other jurisdictions around the world and how they handle these things. And the gold standard is the European Union and its treatment of air passengers under its regulations. And in in Europe, uh, compensation is the norm when flights are delayed and canceled and and airlines uh, treat passengers poorly. They have a much better system. And, and since 2019, the Liberal government has been trying to create something similar in Canada, but of course they're under extreme pressure from the airlines, which have a, a tremendously powerful lobby in Ottawa. And the result has been that it's taken several iterations and several tries to get it right. And now on top of that, we have this court case, uh, the airlines essentially pushing back. So uh, it's certainly disappointing to, to see, but my hope is that um, not only will uh, the court case fail, but um, that the new regulations will finally succeed at getting air passengers the, the kind of treatment that they deserve. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about that army and the soldiers that are in there uh, for the airlines, uh, the lawyers and the lobbyists and such. Uh, do Does the federal government, meaning the liberal government, stand a chance of uh, not being influenced by the airlines? What say you? Well, I, I do think that they have a tremendous influence, and we've actually seen evidence of that, their influence over the, the CTA, and, and we've seen uh, communication during the pandemic between people in the minister's office and the CTA uh, essentially um, responding to the concerns of the airlines. And, and from the outside, at least, it looks like uh, putting the concerns and the situation the airlines are facing above the situation that the passengers are facing. So we need to, to flip the script and we need a, a minister of transport and a federal government that really have passengers backs that, that put passengers needs first. And I think airlines in Canada can be commercially successful and treat air passengers right. Those, those things aren't mutually exclusive. Well, that comes to what I was about to ask. Uh, can they be commercially successful? We've seen smaller airlines certainly fail and larger airlines with massive layoffs. Is the industry in that bad a shape that they can't uh, pay for this? Is that one of the arguments? Well, they, they always uh, you know, threaten passengers with increased prices. They say, well, if you make it too onerous and you put too many regulations in place, then we're going to have no choice but to pass on those costs to air passengers. But what we're seeing right now with the increased air travel demand is that airlines like Air Canada are doing very well again. They're exceeding their, their profit targets and, uh, you know, financially, they're, they're back in good shape. So it shows that there's room to uh, improve service and to abide by the new regulations and make sure that when passengers face uh, extraordinary circumstances that upend their plans and impact their lives, that they get compensation, which is really the goal of, of the regulations. You know, if they don't get their own way and if the prices actually do go up, and I'm not talking about domestic flights, I'm talking about like vacation flights or international flights. Do you think uh, airports, like I look at Vancouver, airports in Bellingham and Seattle will see more Canadians going south and booking American airlines? I, I'm not sure. That's that's a good question. I think uh, for a lot of Canadian markets, that's not an option. So uh, we wouldn't see that effect. But ultimately, if we have competition in the airline space, then uh, there's going to be room for airlines that treat passengers really well, and they're going to get, get more of the market share. 
Uh, I think that's how it's supposed to work. Unfortunately, in in many areas, we don't have a very competitive airline sector, and and so you know we're left to regulations to to really um, ensure that that passengers aren't mistreated. Well, it's certainly, uh, but we also mm. go ahead. Well, I have to cut it short there for time, unfortunately, and there is so much more to talk about, and we'll certainly uh, try to bring you back at some point. But thank you so much for this, and uh, it is going to be a battle ahead, Taylor. Thanks for your time, Bruce. We're going we're gonna to keep fighting for passengers, and we'll be watching this court case closely.